All right, hello, Harko here with Levine. Levin. No, neither of those pronunciations. <laughs> I did this to myself. Levina. Levina. Yeah. I, I've been saying it wrong the entire time. So is everyone in the entire world. Is that what the, um, the Well, it's just, it's a French is? word. What does it mean? Um, <laughs> it's a type of rock. Okay, sweet. Yes. Rock and roll? Rock and, no. <laughs> um, no, because um, I have a deep love for geology and I started studying that and um, I really struggled to find a love oh, of stop. geology because <laughs> rocks are in the yeah. deep in the ground. Um, I really struggled to find a name and my actual name is way too complicated and so I couldn't even use that. So yeah, right. I was like, oh, okay, uh, I don't know what to do. And then one day I saw the word written down and I thought it looked really pretty and so I was like, let's go with that. Um, and yeah, here we are. Although no one can pronounce it, I've definitely considered changing it quite a few times, but... You could do the old Bon Iver and be like, people would go like, hey, Bon Iver, or people like, it's Boney Bear. And he's just like, yeah, either one's I literally cool. do that, yeah. yeah. Like, anyone who... Anyone who just is like, hey, it's like, Levine, I'm like, yes, yeah, hey, like... <laughs> um, but anyone who actually asks me, I, like, will tell them, but... I, just, I get so many different ones. <laughs> yeah, right. I used to have a real bug in my bonnet about that kind of stuff in high school. Really? Yeah, we were... Because I was a big Foles fan. Mm -hmm. And they had a big bug in their bonnet about being called The Foles. Oh, uh, yeah. And so um, when Two Cartoons was happening, I remember someone being like, The Two Cartoons. <laughs> and I was just like... And I actually said, It's actually just Two Cartoons. <laughs> and looking back, and I'm like, Oh, why did I care Oh, about I'm just... I just... I, I'm too nice. Like... Yeah. I think you're appropriately nice. Appropriately nice. I'd say you're appropriately nice. A little bit savage, but mainly nice. <laughs> makes the most... Lavina makes the most savage pop music in New Zealand. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, okay. Did you think I was joking when I said you were my favourite um, pop star in New Zealand? Um, I think the nice thing is that I knew that you weren't joking. Cool. <laughs> um, I think if it was anyone else, I'd be like, haha, cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Good joke, but um, I know how picky you are, and I really appreciate that. Because it's like, I mean, it's not my, I'm definitely an outsider to the pop, the New Zealand pop thing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that to so many different genres, yeah. Yeah, but I think, like, w from what I listen to, there, I, I kind of get, I'll keep, there seems to be a kind of sound that New Zealand pop at the moment seems to be, like, going for. Not yeah. in a sense, but, like, it all seems like, like, I would put, like, Marla mm -hmm. and um, you and yeah. um, Tom Verburn and um, yeah. Maxwell Young all in the same kind of... Interesting. Yeah. But as an outsider who doesn't listen to it, like, front to back. And, mm. also, and, and so... But out of all of those, I, I think you're the one who maybe comes at it from more of the musician-y to the... The alternative to the pop side as opposed to just straight pop and that's maybe why i like it quite a lot yeah it's it's like translated for me yeah you know? that's a really interesting placement um i wouldn't have put myself in the same group as tom and maxwell mm. um i think they're phenomenal and but maybe it's just like another subgenre. like i love mm. their music so much but i wouldn't have thought that ours was super similar but maybe it is not in what your output is, but in no, the same, but... like, realm of sounds yeah, and okay. things that everyone's kind of going for. Yeah. And in my ignorance, I'm like, oh, is it the 1975 kind of thing that everyone's really into? Oh, I think everyone's a little bit influenced by that. Eh? Not, I, don't, I don't even, like, listen to them as, like, a reference or anything, but I think everyone 
especially the last two albums, there's quite a few cool things that they did a bit differently. Um, but there's definitely within the realm of NZ pop, NZ pop. Do you like that? Does that? Uh, it's just the thing is there's so many sub genres and like sub little niches and um, I don't know. It just it, it, yeah, I do like it, but it's so it's so. It feels very limiting for something that everyone does completely differently. Like, everyone has their own way of doing it, but... Hmm. Yeah. Have you worked out what to call yourself when people ask what, like, what kind of music you do? Like, yeah. Like, what do you say? Oh, I just say indie pop. Because it's oh, not, yeah. like, commercial radio pop. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's, you... Are you... All, well, every song so, your EP could be played on commercial mm, radio. No. See, that's the thing. Really? Nah. Why yeah, not? so I mean I don't listen to radio, I'll put that out there, so I guess I wouldn't right. know. Yeah, no, so if you listen to the radio at the moment, like it's definitely not what I do. Um I I am on Radio One in uh, Dunedin. Shout out Radio One Dunedin. Yeah, shout them out. Um which is a student radio. And I think that that's kind of the frustrating thing is that almost everything that I do is applicable to student radio and not much else. I think I do have a few songs coming up that could go on commercial radio, but the EP, I wouldn't have said. Maybe the last song, which is called If You Want, but hmm. none of the others. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not the target audience for that radio thing. <laughs> I guess I'm like, oh, this is... I would love to hear this on the radio. Yeah, but I mean, like... we should create a radio station, because <sighs> there's a whole niche being missed, but... well. Have you? Did you see that um, that big funding announcement um, for arts? There's been a couple recently. It was like the one that was like off um, a billion, four point something billion dollars or something, and it had for a whole bunch of things. But and it was like, um, uh, it was a cultural innovation fund, oh. and it was like this is the whole thing we're, we're making up, and um, we're gonna figure it out and let you know in July. It's we still haven't found. I haven't seen a press release yeah. yet, so who knows. I sent them an email to try and find out more, but they didn't. I did hear that um, instead of, you know how they do like artist single funding and stuff, mm. I did hear that they may be introducing a producer one. Like, hey, maybe you'll get that one. Oh, you know, maybe I will <laughs> if I don't get the artist one. That's crazy though. Because that... that has, I did get that um, NZ independent artist thing which was um mm. spotify and nz on air through COVID, um, which was awesome so good and that's what i mean though like it would be real helpful for a lot of people to be able to have that again the opportunity again um because mm. that was just like a one-off i think but yeah i was just i had been saving up for like a year and a half to get new gear yeah. and then all of a sudden i was just able to get it which was really cool yeah right <laughs> so have i think st- it would be cool if they did do that have you started busting it out yet because you've got the you're getting the scarlet yeah, um, I had a wee like mix up with the place I was getting it from, but I have so I haven't got it yet. But I, it's on the way. It's on, it's on the way. Oh I know. God. I'll do an unboxing. <laughs> <laughs> no. I feel like your uh, Lavina like YouTube channel will be one of the most like wholesome, but entertaining things. Yeah, I don't know what I would do if I ever did like any YouTube videos. I would do. Oh no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I was gonna say I'd do like maybe like topical environmental stuff, but. Yeah, okay, I would just get so boring. I would just like lecture people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> There's no way. So you'd be just like a normal YouTuber then. Oh, uh, but at least I would know what I'm talking about. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, to an undergrad level, <laughs> of course. Because you are you you're still studying now. Eh? No, done. You're all done. I'm all done. Is it like 
So you achieved all the things you've achieved while you were studying. Yeah. And now absolutely crazy. And now you're just like fucking wheels to the ground. Let's fucking kill it now. Kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like, I don't know. It hasn't played out the way I thought it has or would have, but, um, yeah, that is kind of what I'm doing because I've got quite a lot more free time. I'm producing for a couple more people than I usually would. Mm. Um, And also, yeah, the rate which I can work on my own music and get things together like videos and plan for uh, like visuals and stuff is, is a lot better just because I would have no time to do that when I was studying. Um, so my first lot of projects were all really like just whatever I could come up with really quickly and I just throw them out and like yeah, not right. much thought. So yeah, it has changed. It has changed. Moving a lot faster. Do you... Are you someone who wants to put a lot of thought into, like, obviously, like, there's the music side of it, but then all the, like, releasing side of it and all, like, are you, are you like, interested in that kind of stuff as well? I'd like, a ta- I'd like to put a tasteful amount of thought into it. Mm. Um, I don't really drill down into details too much. Like, if something's a little bit imperfect, like, often I'll just be like, oh, yeah, like, oh, it's fine. I like it. Let's do that. Um, Very sensible. Yeah. But I just think I've known quite a few artists now and you just have to care a little bit more about it. Like the only way to grow and success and stuff in like a more general way is to put more thought into it and plan and have everything laid out and like have your six week like lead up plan laid out and like do it that way. Is that to like, so you can interlock with the industry apparatus properly? Yeah. And I think that, um, that's how you get people to notice you is not like, necessarily by just having good music it's like did they plan and could i see how they like executed the plan like yeah because they want to know who's putting effort in you know Mm. yeah and who like they being the like they they the man the man (laughs) (laughs) i don't know yeah it's so weird um because i think there's such a strange divide between the community of the music industry and then the actual music industry um so like can't Mm. even point fingers Mm. or name names but like labels and like to a degree nz on air like want to know that you're you know pushing stuff out yourself before they like give you a leg up it's like yeah my version of that was always like looking at spotify numbers and just being like what does it mean what does it what does it mean well yeah i don't know you know like because it doesn't really mean money unless you're really smashing it yeah and then it also doesn't necessarily mean fans either it doesn't i think that's the weirdest thing is that it does not mean fans no like at all (laughs) so i'm gonna look at it like what does it mean yeah Yeah. i think that it's genuinely just um i think people clamber for it because if you get if you like pass the threshold, you do make enough money to mm. like have a little bit of sun something. Yeah, like, right. um, and I think until that point, you really are just, you know, making nothing. Um, but yeah, I don't even know where I'm going with that. Wolfpack called it a, um, Jack from Wolfpack called it a pity. That like the the denomination of money you mm. it's like zero 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 one cent or something. It's mm. like that's a pity. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> I, a good. I, I like that. <laughs> I earn a pity I per song. Pity. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's yeah. a fun. Uh, like that's the whole. Like, have you ever sat down and been like, what? What am I? What am I going to use as like a gauge 
for my for like if I'm on the right track or doing well. Yeah, it's taken me a really long time to get to a place where I know what that is for me, and like that I don't I don't even still really know. I guess like but like you have a sense now. I have way better sense. Now. Yeah, I've got a I, oh I don't know if I've got a way better sense, but I have a way better ability to look at something and be like that isn't actually success, so I mm. shouldn't hang myself up on that. Like streams, yeah, like, right. Um, like I could be making a whole bunch of connections, playing a bunch of shows and have like shit streams and that would be great, mm. you know, like, and, and, but someone could look at my numbers and be like, Oh, you're not very successful. <laughs> like, you know, it, it's, it's so hard. I think it's such a balance, but I think for me, the measure of like success is just like being able to find the next project Yeah, right. <laughs> and just being, knowing what I'm going to work on next. And then when I'm, you know, out of, things coming up I'll be like great what can I organize now and like just keeping it rolling because I would love to keep working in the music industry you know? mm. yeah do you have any like we'll talk about how you've gotten into producing for other people mm. but is there any difference for you in terms of enjoyment of whether it's like a you're you're working on your own stuff or you're in the studio collaborating with people do you have um I think it's it's really situational and it's just kind of more to do with who I'm working with I think even for myself um I get quite stressed about my stuff more along the lines of um like shows and visuals I don't Mm. really I I like making the music it's really fun um but with other people I think it just depends because you you're more of like a contract worker so you could be doing jobs that you don't necessarily love but you like just doing it because you get money from it um and saying that though I've been really lucky to only work with really cool people so it's been really great I've loved it yeah um and I've only been doing that um in the last like year yeah writing with or like um producing for other people yeah right and it's been great I just finished a track with a close friend of mine and it's one of the coolest things I've ever made (laughs) um so yeah I love that it's great (laughs) yeah sick did you did you fall into that were you like actively trying to get producing for other people did you do it for a friend and then someone else heard it and it was just a chain like how did that happen yeah more that um (laughs) i I learned how to produce because i didn't want to have to wait for people to make songs with me (laughs) no 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 no, of course yeah yeah, yeah. because like i have a bunch of friends who are producers and like i would really want to write with them and they'd be either really busy or like not really want to or I don't know so eventually I was like ah fuck it like I need to be able to do the same thing that everyone else is doing and so I'm gonna learn (laughs) um and then yeah I just had one friend be like oh well you know how to do this now so like can you like do this for me and I was just like yeah right like sure and then I did that a couple more times and now people just ask me I don't necessarily seek it out yeah um I I don't know if I will because I don't know if I really want to be like a producer but it is fun for now you don't have to I, you won't ever just be one thing I don't think yeah right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. well yeah so I would like to not only be a producer yeah but, of course um yeah but like uh, there's a few people who's had brought me songs that they've already written and I just did the tracks for them oh, yeah. um and then there's like two people I've worked with who I've done like duets with almost like Lavina is gonna feature on the song with this other person um my cat is breaking into oh, the room. Oh no. Come here, Kaya. <laughs> so I've just got a new kitty. Oh my god, there she is. Kaya. Sophie's been hanging out with Kaya pre interview. Do you want to. No? Okay. 
Oh, oh god. god. Okay, well, I'm gonna shut the door on you. Everyone say bye to Kaya. Bye, Kaya. Bye, Kaya. Oh no. Just Good little cameo there. We're going to try and get some Kaya cameos <laughs> in the interview going forwards. Um, yeah, so... You... Because the only thing you'd really miss out on on the producing thing that would be, like, the playing live thing if you were just doing that. Yeah. But, like... But even then... What's your vibe with playing live? That's one of my more like underdeveloped things, I think. Um, I don't know. So I've been really lucky this year that all of the shows I've played, I've been asked to play by other people, like to open or um, just be on the lineup. And that's been way easier for me because the year previous, 2019, I had to um, organize a bunch and I hate organizing shows. Like it's just so stressful and like finding acts and then worrying about whether it's going to be a good fit and whether people are going to come and like, it's just so frustrating. Um, So I really prefer to be asked to play. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Specialist opener slot? Yeah. Oh, oh, man. I've played a couple of hilarious opener slots where, like, no one has been there. And I've played to my five friends that I put on the door. Like, yeah, amazing. Everyone starts somewhere, right? It's Um, like that scene from Yes Man. Oh, yeah. It's so edition now. She's, like, naming all the... Kyle. I literally get up and I'm like, yeah, thanks, David. Like... Um, yeah, no, but I'm, I'm sort of aimed to play once a month minimum. Yeah, a bit of a weird time for that now. Really but. weird. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say I've done that this year, but, um, yeah. And then, um, I play in a band called Lucky Boy, which is a whole nother world to stuff that I do. And I love it because it's a good friend of mine. It's very creative and kind of a genius. And in like a million bands. I swear I see Simeon like oh, I go to a gig and I was like, ah, oh, sweet Simeon's playing. Absolutely. <laughs> I messaged him the other day and I was like, first of all, we haven't had a lucky boy practice in how many <laughs> weeks? <laughs> like, and, and you've just joined three more bands. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah. But he's great. He's just so, I've had him play for me a few times and just, I'm not surprised. He's just such a genius. Yeah. Yeah, he seems out there. Mm. Um, would you ever tour? Yeah. Like, yeah, sweet. Would you, it sounds like you just want to, you, you need like a booking agent or a manager to just organize gigs for you totally well this is the thing is that i'm just in a place where i don't have a team and it's still they like the man we don't it's still the man you don't have everything is still the man which which is weird (laughs) we can come back to that because that is weird like say you're in like a you're in the coffee business yeah and you're like well i need cups to put my coffee in yeah right then businesses who make coffee cups advertise to cafes but like hey you should use our coffee cup yeah and then it's like sweet we should have a business deal yeah and then you have coffee cups for your coffee yes isn't it kind of weird that you can sit here in the music industry and be like you know i'd really like to have a booking manager or i'd like to get on like a record label yeah and you're like oh who are they (laughs) yeah and where are they and and like there's this weird like we're we're all in a a mansion and all the lights are being turned off and we're all just kind of feeling yeah absolutely isn't that strange i do feel like i'm walking down a hallway with all the lights off like the other day as well someone was like oh like yeah have you like um how many managers have you emailed and i was like um (laughs) i know of three managers (laughs) and none of them would want to manage me and like i was like well how yeah i don't know but i guess all everything in the music industry you get through connections i guess so there would be people i know who know a bunch of other people who i could talk to but it's like getting over that initial like hump of that talking to people about like hey i'm looking for a manager what do you reckon Yeah. yeah Um, I've, I've thought about everything as well, but, uh, but on, 
on a whole nother level it's to do with like funds <laughs> and also I don't think I could fill out rooms yet and if I did a tour you know yeah, but it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy because what comes first, the booking agent who can put you in big gigs and then gives you an audience? Yeah. Or like, yeah, well, you have an audience and then a booking manager mm. puts you in gigs. Like, Yeah, it's a bit funny, eh? But luckily now, I've just sort of recently solidified a bunch of acts around the country that I would love to do shows with. And yeah. so I'm going to be like, hey, if I come, like would you want to do a show with of me course. and then that would be fun um yeah right so i could even yeah i don't know you know <laughs> well you you know you'd be very capable of doing it on your own what we're talking about is like you just as, as your preference to not have to oh, do it on your own i don't know time, i'm like you know? such an anxious human being i'm mm. like i definitely could but i would just be a nervous wreck if i did it by myself yeah right yeah do you do you make music in the morning or late at night or do anything like that or are you like this making music during the day i've switched i like i think because i was studying and working like 40 hours a week at, at one point i was like music is always at night like um and mm. now i just love sleeping and so i try and only make music during the day i really want to like frame it more as a day job also just because i think it's healthier to be able to go home rest like sleep hang out with people um have a life yeah be a real person <laughs> um because i know some people who don't do that and uh, they sort of struggle because of it so during the day i'm really productive in the morning and then as soon as 3 p.m hits i am a zombie i've been in sessions this week and i feel really bad because like with really prolific people as well um just because i'm doing a writing week and just every every day when 3 p.m hits i'm like okay guys like, i'm just gonna go get like another coffee and like yeah. sit outside for a bit and, like i'm just a wreck like oh man yeah i feel yeah i i did a writing thing with um alex wildwood oh cool and he got tired at that time so I yeah think, yeah i think it's because you're concentrating the per, the person yeah. at the it's the person at the spaceship you know, it's, you're flying the spaceship yes. and it takes a lot of concentration, even if you don't feel like it is. Absolutely. Yesterday I was in, I was producing a session with, um, like the artist in the room and a top liner and I was, I ate more food than I have ever eaten in one day <laughs> in my whole life. Like, cause I just, I only ever have like maybe two meals and yesterday I probably had equivalent of like five big meals just right. so that I could stay awake and then at 9.30 p.m. when I was on the phone and I just like burst into tears because I was just so tired. <laughs> it just, your brain just uses so much energy. Yeah. But, yeah. What are you, do you, have you got any sense of like you controlling a room when you're a producer? Because I, Oh, yeah. Right. Have you met me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you... <laughs> yeah, no, I can. I feel like I, if I was in that room, I could see the gears turning in your head sometimes. Oh, yeah. of like, okay, how, I know I want to do something about this. Or oh yeah, I'm notorious for turning around to like whoever's behind me and being like, okay, I just think I just got an idea for, and then I'll be like, you guys just keep going. I'm just gonna do it. Over here. <laughs> and then I'm like, pop the headphones on and do the bits and pieces, and like, I, I'm just a very like. um verbal processor so i always mm. like mutter bits and pieces like you definitely can see the cogs turning yeah of yeah. course yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah quite funny um i'm like that no matter what role i'm playing in the room though yeah right yeah yeah that's really interesting even if i'm top lining i'm really like 
um, involved. And Toplining is doing the um, the uh, lead melody. Oh, did melody. I teach you that? Is that what it is? No. <laughs> no well, is like sort of in a way. It's more like um, being another writer in the room and like helping to shape the song and the lyrics and um, yeah, like like maybe like picking and suggesting the best melodies and like yeah, you're kind of um, a, a helping hand writing it for the artist. You didn't teach me that. I've only you're uh, you're just the second person I've heard use that term. Right. The only other person I've heard use it is um old mate Jeremy Redmore. Oh. Shout out yeah. to Shredmore. Shout out Shredmore. Friend of the show Shredmore. <laughs> um, I'm actually talking to him on Friday, <laughs> so maybe I'll be like, oh, I know what a top liner is. You're a top liner, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. He'll probably be like, Did I teach you? That? <laughs> um, I just feel like I have explained. Yeah, it's interesting because if you don't do that role, or if, or if you're not in sessions very often, then you don't know what it is. And like, yeah, I talk to a lot of people in the music industry who are like, What's a top liner? And yeah, like, right. I feel like that should be common knowledge, but but where would you find out about it? Well, I guess it's only if you're a, if you're a writer, if then you know that like... top lining is a thing. Yeah, because yeah. we did top lining when I was studying at uni. Like, yeah, okay. Because uh, another thing you can do for top lining is like um, get an instrumental track and write a top line, which is yeah, like writing the melody um, mm. and then the words. Like sometimes friends of mine back in the day, back in the day, wasn't that long ago. Um, <laughs> way back in twenty sixteen. <laughs> not even way back in twenty eighteen. Oh my god. <laughs> um, they'd like send me tracks and be like, oh, like you can top line over it if you want, and so. I just like write myself a song. Yeah, on nice. top of their and then track. give it away because. Oh yeah, pitch it. Yeah, pitch it, either yeah. one. Nice. Yeah. It's kind of like putting it. We're gonna get the. It's like Ocean's Eleven getting the squad together. We need a. We need a top liner. <laughs> we need a, yeah, we need literally. A I like. I've never been in a session overseas, but I imagine that's what it's like. Mm. Like here, it's a little bit more chill. I think. Right. But, in yeah. my mind, there's just them, the man. Yeah. <laughs> scrambling and being like oh we need to put uh, let's put this person with this person and like what, how do we make a hit let's just yeah this and that and all, yeah. the, and all the musicians are like oh cool i get to work with this person yeah and all people are like why is x equals yes uh, hit yeah. for me how does this work totally yeah and i feel like as well like new zealand has really clear examples of that recently particularly with phenomenal human being but um josh fountain like great music amazing but i feel like no, 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 amazing. And I feel like a lot of the time, um, people are like, oh, well, like, if oh, Josh wait. does it, it's going to be, fu- it's going to be a hit. Like, <laughs> is he the, he's the guy who took over, um, Thingy Golden Studio? Golden Age? Which, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I think I only know him, I was thinking of someone else. Um, I, I, I think in his Twitter bio, it's like best, uh, producer in New Zealand because oh, he won the award yes, and that's why I remember seeing yes. him on Twitter. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I follow him on Twitter as well. Great name. Amazing name. Um, yeah, yeah. So he's done like Benny and Page and like all those people. Yeah. yeah. And you were saying about, um... I think there's a, uh, maybe it's not in the industry, but like more so like among the, maybe like the mid tier of the industry, people are like, oh, well, if he does it, it's going to be a hit, you know, like that's the, like, we need this, we need this, we need Josh Founder. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, no shade love love it <laughs> no like sweet being that it's we're laughing at the industry yeah people well, who the like the man i'm laughing at the yeah, man, we're laughing yeah, at the, man. Yeah. the faceless man we yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> one day we'll meet these people and we'll have to apologize yeah oh man i would love it if someone threw me into a session with josh fountain i'd oh be like God. thank you <laughs> hey yeah. josh um maybe we can get josh on the show and try and hook you guys up um 
the other thing, I'm, I'm just curious because I, I've never been in the bubble of, of the music industry that you're in. Yeah. But one thing looking from the outside is that it, it really seems like a lot of songs are made and hardly any come out. Yeah. Is that is yeah. that real? And Absolutely. Is there, is there, what's the feeling about that on the inside of like, is it just like, oh yeah, whatever, like it won't, it won't come out and whatever. Or is it like, I really want this to come out and they're not letting me? Or is it like... It really is case by case. But yeah. um, for, I'm, I'm not as, as uh, productive as some people. Like I've probably written maybe 40 songs this year. <laughs> um, like, no, but I'm not even kidding. Like, I know people that write four or five a week. So at this point, that's already like 150 or something. Yeah, sure. Um, and yeah, I think like, I do think it helps though. Because I think with, with the bubble of the industry that I'm in, um, people write really quickly and maybe one out of five songs you write is actually really good. So you could have four songs that are like really quite decidedly average. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I actually really like it. And I don't think it's, I think it's, it's really common. Um, and there definitely are people who have written, you know, 80 songs or so, and they've really, really loved some of them and whatever arrangement they're in, managers yeah. or whatever have been like, you can't right. put that out. But it's um, not like that's the dominating thing in the... Nah. Doesn't yet, right. That's just like, I think it's just more of a shame for the artist because you're like, well, I love this thing that I've made and I'm, I can't, I can't put it yeah. out because it violates the contract. Like, I just can't imagine why anyone would think it would be a good idea for someone's career to, in their like prime of like 19, prime, which isn't real, but like, <laughs> but like, yeah, like when you're Hi. developing as a songwriter of like 19 to, you know, 28 or whatever, being like okay, we're only going to let you put out one, maybe two songs this year. Oh, like I couldn't imagine. I just, that must be really hard to deal with. Yeah. And but, I, yeah. It was, well, I think, yeah, it would be hard to deal with if you have the material there. But in saying that, um, it, it can also be quite smart for the future because, um, for example, I know someone with management um only released like one song in like six months mm. and spent the rest of the time writing and then had almost two years worth of releases lined up, you know, like, yeah, right. and then you don't have to stress about it for, cause for me, I, I may have written all these songs, but right now I'm only sitting on about five that I'm actually going to release in the future. Mm. Um, and I would ideally like all of them to be out before the end of the year, which means I've got to keep writing for next year, you know? Of course. Um, whereas that person can, just chill and coast along because they've got two years worth of songs coming. Yeah. But the only trouble with that sometimes is that uh, by the time you put it out, it doesn't feel topical anymore. It doesn't feel as like well, relevant. You've listened to it a thousand times as well. You're like, yeah. you're just like, oh, I'm not excited by this. Well, even for me, like um, one of my songs that's coming out, coming up, is just not how I, well, yeah, this is interesting though, because I'm very emotional, but it's like not how I feel at all. And so I feel a bit weird putting it out, but mm. it's such a great song that it just like has to come out because uh, I'd, I'd have at least 10 people that have heard it be really upset if it did. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, right. So it's just, but I guess, and what will you do? You'll just kind of detach from that being out and just, or like you'll. Yeah. yeah. I just won't, I just guess I won't think about it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've definitely put songs out where I'm like, oh, I, I, not not for emotional reasons, but just be like, oh, I, I think this song's bad now. 
and I'll just oh, detach really? from it for that reason. Oh, Before yeah. Before you've released it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And that's I, happened to me. Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't do that. Like, I have to love everything I'm going to release. Otherwise, mm. I just don't want to put it out. Like, yeah. And so that's why I'm really, really stoked with the first EP I did because still I listen to all of them and I'm like, I'm a fucking genius. Like, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree you're a fucking genius. Oh, no, like, not to be, you know. But fair enough. Not to, but the thing is that, you know, I, I put that out five months ago. Oh, I can't remember. No, two, two months ago. Yeah. What is this year? Yeah, maybe like two, it's hard to tell, isn't it? Two yeah. or three months ago. I put it out at the end of May, June, July. It's only been two months. It's only been, yeah. Okay. Um, regardless, I'm, I still love them all. And I feel like um, it's really common to sort of hate something quite quickly after it's out. Oh, yeah. There's only one... There's only one two cartoon song I, I don't not like. Do you know what I mean? There's only one two cartoon song I still like. Really? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. What one is it? Uh, it's the last one we did. Ah. Uh, Less Traffic, yeah. I love Less Traffic. I just, it, it, that, finishing that with Eddie and hearing it was the, was when I was like, okay, it's time to end the band. Because it was like, oh, this is what we were kind of aiming for and we've done it now. I have nothing else to it achieve with this so band. so strange. Yeah, so you like... Well, it'd been eight years as well. Oh, okay, yeah, you know. So, yeah, that's fair. It's been a long time. It's like, am I going to really commit to another five-year stretch of doing, like, oh, I've finally found it. Am I going to do five more years with the... Yeah, the... but in saying that, I guess, like, that that can be how it works for people. Like, didn't the 1975 were banned for, like, ten years or something before they blew up? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know about the 1975. I don't, I don't know the actual I've, stats. I... I don't know if this is controversial or not. I really don't like them very much. Oh yeah, fair enough. And not for not because of how they look. I think they look really cool. And I think <laughs> that, what is his name? Um, the singer guy, Maddie Healy. I tend to quite enjoy every time I hear him and see him talk. But it just really sounds like bad, um, like at the lunch city or like um, <laughs> or like uh, the, what's the uh, Death Cab for Cooties guys other band? Oh, I can't remember what that one is. You know, CD sleeps alone tonight. Oh, yeah. It just sounds like that to me, and I'm like, I'd rather just listen to that. <laughs> um, but uh, I can't remember what I was going to say about that. <laughs> just had to give my I opinion on the notice. Like... Just so you know. <laughs> just so everyone knows out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you just go into, like, blind <laughs> disdain. <laughs> like... I got stuck in my trench of, like, oh, God, fucking major. <laughs> um, yeah, but I actually... That's why when we ended the band, I was... I, I actually... I, am, I think I am quite strange, because... I, the whole first Harco thing and all the Harco stuff, the rule is if I finish it, it comes out. Why? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, with the Harco thing. But that's like, that, I think that's a different thing when it, but when it's already like just entirely the integrity of the project, like. Kind of, yeah, if that's the plan at the start. If that's the plan, then that's the plan, like, um, yeah, um, Cause Simeon. Because you've, you've like set a bar, because, yeah, right. Yeah. Simeon spent, I can't remember how long, doing an album a week. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And like the, the reason was because with his previous band, Paprika Jones, he found it really hard to finish songs and like would never release them. Mm. And he was just like, I can't keep doing this. And so he made an album a week and just put them all up on SoundCloud like every week for a while, like quite a while. Yeah, I think right. around Christmas time last year. I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely doesn't do any more, but. Is <laughs> <laughs> it too many bands now? Uh, yeah. Now he's <laughs> Bands and this is finishing his own Simeon, song. this is a this is a cry for help. Please hang out with Sophie again. Bless <laughs> <Yes>, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you? How do you find finishing stuff? 
Um, I have a mixed relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes I can finish stuff really quickly um, and be pretty. And like, yeah, no, I take a while. Um, the one that I did for two days, I like know that it's good, but I still can't help but be like, I wish I had. I mean, you were, you were messaging it. about <laughs> mixing it. Well, I like, no, no, no. Okay. Hear me out. That weekend I worked the set. No, I didn't. It was locked down. No, I did. I did some other thing. I feel like, yeah. Oh, no, that's what it was. I had one of my final assignments for uni due. That's right. You weren't sure if you were going to have time to do it. I really didn't because I was doing that all of Saturday and I started the song on Saturday night. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then it was due Sunday night. Yeah. Oh, and I had a live stream. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's... Yeah. So. But it turned out great. I did it in 10 hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the funny thing about two days is that like, and all the musician and why I think it works really well is because... 48 hours is actually more time than you need as a musician to make a song. Absolutely. I could write a song in half an hour. Exactly. But the general public doesn't understand that. True. And so 48 hours seems really fucking quick to them. Well, I guess in a way it is though, because like, well, depending on how complicated you want to get. Yeah. And that's the funny thing. Like you always, if, when, when I, I never know what I'm going to get back. Yeah. But it's actually always way more intense and more going on mm. than you would expect and that's the thing i really love about it i think musicians can't really i think what i assume happens with a lot of people is they go and be like i'll just throw something together and then because they're musicians they go like oh i don't like this thing i don't like that thing and then they spend the next day actually like making it good because they can't let themselves like well, make something shit you that's know? what i was gonna say like i think it's because to be a musician in a way you have to be like a massive perfectionist and so none of us can just write you a demo and send it to you like we finish it and we're like i fucking hate this and we're like ah, like try to finish it on time and like yeah yeah so we all end up handing in stuff that we like a question like i know um like i saw um on instagram tom Levin posted about like being like i never write this quickly or something yeah. and i was like yeah like relatable me yeah. neither like um and it was quite scary i think for people like us who write quite well like take a, a couple weeks to finish the production and make sure it's as good as it can be totally yeah so i do that more um at the moment the songs i'm working on to release i actually wrote over the past six months which doesn't sound like a sh like a long amount of time but, but for me it's quite yeah. a long time um like one of them i wrote at the beginning of lockdown um and i'm sort of still working out how i'm going to produce them how do you not get like lost in the weeds when you when when it gets extended and extended and you're like you've, you're like how, how many versions deep that's the thing is like do you go yeah with some of these, I've started a couple of different versions and been like, I don't, like, because mm. to me, just the song itself has to be the key thing. And like, like to, by the song, you mean like the, the like the core of it? The, yeah, the very core of it, like the words and the music are like the key thing. And if you're putting something quite like sensitive or like emotional to like a really crazy like production upbeat like, yeah. um it's just like ruins it so like <laughs> there's this one song i've written that i love that i'm gonna put out um but i just can't for some reason every time i try add something more than just like a synth and some piano or something it just like it kills it right. so that's why it's taking me a while because i just want to make sure that that song gets the best that it can without like overdoing it and also I don't want it to be necessarily straight straight up a piano ballad piano ballad. Yeah, right. So um 
yeah, now it's more like, as soon as I hear it going in a direction that I hate, I'm like, nah, scrap at least three things on the track and go back to that point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I, I know myself well enough to that, but when I'm in that position, I'm never going to finish this song. I, yeah, I used to feel that way a lot, but then I think even stuff like Two Days really helped to be like, oh, I can actually finish it if I need to. That's really why I still do Two Days, is because I really, it's, a, a lot of musicians only need a deadline to fix a lot of the problems mm. that they have in their process. Yeah. And I feel, every, when all the songs roll in, and even now I still feel extremely grateful, because you're right, everyone feels completely uncomfortable doing it mm. and are attaching their name to it and they yes, and like it's coming out thing. you know yeah. what i mean and like publicly doing something and but i feel really grateful that they do that and knowing that just me imposing something through an email like a deadline helps all these songs actually be finished and they are great because it's kind of usually just the musician's neuroses yeah well that's like what i have tried to do with the artists that i'm producing for like they'll be i'll be like oh when do you want to release it and they're like oh like i don't know and i'm like give me a specific date to hand it into you by and like and that way i'm like cool let's book a session this time this time this time like i'll make sure i get you a mix by this time we'll get the stems to the person who's going to mix it this time and that really helps me so like but yeah, so I, I've done that with the last few people. It's worked really well. Um, but with my own stuff, it was it's a little bit more fluid. I just have a general idea of when I'd like to have it mm. done. And that means I need to work quite hard. But I haven't made myself like a bit of a schedule yet. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Do you do you ever, when you're doing your sessions, are you like, oh, I want to have, we want to have this song done by X, X amount of sessions? Or in, I start a song and I finish it. In this, do you have a point where you like to have it before you stop? Or are you just like... Oh, the session's over, we're here, let's just save it and move on. Honestly, sometimes I'm... It just, again, like, really depends. I, I love to have a demo to the point where it doesn't... It sounds like the general idea of it is yeah, there. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, and, like, even... I, I've spoken to a few people recently, and, like, um, there's a lot to be said for just spending a session on writing and, like, not actually worrying about production and just, like, maybe writing over piano or guitar. And like just making sure the structure of the song, the melodies, like everything really works. Um, and sometimes you can do that in half a session and you can spend the other half on some production and then it's maybe needs one more session after that. Sometimes it takes another like two or three, but mm. um, I, I don't really have a formula. It's like song by song basis. Like sometimes they come together really quick. Yeah, right. I had a session with someone once where we actually spent a four-hour session finishing off another song and then we had a little bit of time and we were like oh just muck around and we made a three-minute track that's like amazing in like 20 minutes nice. and that only needs one or two tweaks and then it would be like ready to release um where I, like but i've also had sessions where it's taken like four, four sessions yeah, like right. four six hour sessions or yeah i don't know it's interesting you sound very flexible well i think kind you of have just to be roll with the punches yeah <laughs> you really have to yeah. I think that's like that's the key to being disappointed in the music industry is like if you can't roll with the punches because you know so what we're saying is we're walking around a mansion with the lights off and some people are trying to shake our hands and the other ones are swinging fists and you've just got to like right you're like cool and you don't bother right? <laughs> oh I've got a hand yeah. yeah yeah and I think like sounds like a healthy industry mm. <laughs> no yeah right absolutely not I think every 
musician I know has such bad mental health. <laughs> yeah, isn't that... Yes. <laughs> and yet, I'll, I'll, the thing that makes that confusing is all those same people and the industry, I'm doing rabbit ears here, um, s- seem to have so much awareness of mental health. Well... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like mental health isn't talked about in the industry. But that's my whole thing. It's like, well, we know it's a problem. Yeah. But is anyone actually... It's For me, mental health is a practice. It's not a... It's not a, like, thing, it's not an intellectual uh, thing you talk about. It's, like, you got to find your own, mm. it's, it's a doing thing yeah. to try and help yourself. And I think maybe that is what is m- that particular point about mental health being a, a practice that's different for each person mm. is what's missing from the conversation in our industry. Because I think there's acknowledgement of it, and there's, like, a couple helplines and bits and pieces, but no one, like... Yeah, I've had a lot of conversations with people who have been like, like, what do you do? And some of them are like, I take a week off. And like, some of them are like, yeah. I only write during the day and then I go home and I don't think about it. And like, yeah. some of them are like, I don't look at my emails. And like, but, but we don't talk about that kind of stuff as much. It's more just like, here's a helpline, <laughs> you know? Just the talking aspect of it, which is good and can help people, of course. It absolutely can. But I mean, for so many of us, it's, just, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Different horses for different courses. Of course. <laughs> Which is, but like, then you, then you look like, what's, what are like some general things that are usually um, not great for your mental health? Um, lack of sleep. Okay, well, we do gigs late at night, so. Yeah, right? So screw that, okay. And then also, um, next day you've got to be in session 16 yeah. hours, so, yeah. yeah. Get up and keep working. Yeah, literally. Um, or you've got to, you know, everyone's got part-time jobs and stuff, half of us work in cafes, and we've got to start work at 6.30 in the morning, but yeah. you play the show until 1am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and, and it just seems, you know, and they're in bars, we have access to alcohol. Yeah. You're, you're, you've got sound check and then you've got two hours for your gig. Are you going to go home and cook yourself a nice salad? Probably not. You're probably going to go to Sneaky Snacky and get a donut burger. Right. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? So like, and, and then, okay. And then sure, we could say like playing a gig is probably not uh, beneficial for your health, let's say. And then, but what are we doing? Oh, well, to make it in the music industry, you need to keep playing gigs all the time. So we're incentivizing the aspects of... Yeah. But that, then... At the same time, like, the venues are only open at late at night. Like, some of the venues only start at 9.30. And so... Isn't that crazy that all every venue and every band is like, hey, we're only going to compete in this it's time? It's so weird because, like, well, my, my audience doesn't want to be out at 11 o'clock at night. Like, I have so many friends that are always like, oh, I really want to come see a show. But then I'm like, cool, I'm on at 11. And they're like, oh, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I love... Honestly, I love music. controversial opinion love music guys i can't fucking stay out i'm only 20 years old and i'm like if uh, i'm famous for the have a gig two bands oh yeah you're the headliner okay have one other band they play for 20 minutes at and they they start at either 8 30 or 9 and you're on at 9 30 yeah. And then we can go, if people want to party, put DJs on afterwards. That's the thing. That's the thing, I think. Um, and I'm 24 and, like, I should have a lot more energy and I just don't. Like, there's so many situations where it hits, like, 9 o'clock and I'm like, mm, when shall I go home? Like, yeah. Um, it just, yeah. We're, everyone's competing for the same group of um, 18 to 21-year-olds. But I think as well, like, we are too 
quite similar people and both of us quite like an early night whereas like there are people that just frothing out really late yeah i agree but <laughs> how uh, i i feel uh really uh i feel the most productive the happiest and the most stable i've ever been being a human and making music at this point right now mm. how do you feel um well, I, this is a bad week to ask me well, that because sure. I barely <laughs> had time to sit down. <laughs> and you get to sit down in my house, I give you tea and then I grill you for yeah, an hour. Yeah, I'm like half, I'm low-key like just falling asleep. Like last night I was just delirious trying to get home because I was just so tired. So now it's not the Do time we need to call you an Uber? Maybe oh, we shouldn't let you drive Oh, home. no, no, I'm fine. <laughs> um, I am quite happy because I think I'm figuring out how to put those like structures into place for myself about yeah. um, when to work, when to play shows, who to work with. Like, um, I'm not being super picky. Obviously, you got to do what you got to do. But um, yeah, I feel like I feel hopeful about it. Maybe that's yeah. a good way to put it. And and we're not doing really what you would call a completely um, generic approach to being musicians and being in the music industry. You know, mm. we're not just writing, starting a band and then playing as many gigs as we can. Yeah, both of us have got different approaches to that. But I you see a mass of people doing that and yeah. also, oh look, uh, quite a lot of them seem to be not very happy. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it depends. Yeah, I mean, it just again, like just different people. I, I don't know. Um, because like different to bands that are playing live like most of the people i know that work in studios just get really fucking depressed like you know no, okay. like yeah it's it's everybody it's not just like the bands that are out late at night yeah mm. i don't know because most of them can sleep in <laughs> um but that's when anyone's happy i think we're all pretty fucking sad I don't yeah, know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> your favorite music was made by someone incredibly sad oh all my favorite music is probably written by really sad people I don't know. Yeah, it's funny how it comes out like that. Like, everyone's really surprised to find out that the metal kids are all real shy. Mm. It's like, oh, but you make angry music. I'm like, yeah, that's not how it works. Well, that's the same with, like, I don't know, just lots of musicians. I'm actually super shy, like, around new people. Yeah. And, like, in social situations, I'm, like, the most socially anxious person. I hate being in crowds, and I don't really like being at parties, and, like, but I'll get on stage and fucking perform my heart out like I just don't care um but I think that's the same for a lot of people in the music industry it's just like a persona <laughs> yeah do you do the persona like is it do, yeah. are you no so you're like this is just really authentically me on stage and I'm comfortable with that yes I think the persona for me is more um to do with like how much energy I have like okay yeah. um <laughs> I might be super super tired but you know you've just got to get up on stage and pretend to be fine like oh, yeah. yeah it's more that for me like I but I just very much am myself <laughs> I get yeah. that sense. Yeah, I've seen you play live. Yeah, you have. It was real good. Oh, thanks. That's okay. <laughs> um, well, I suppose I should ask like one question before we end, mm. instead of just it just being kind of like ramble, which I like. Big ramble. But we, if we can't, we can't really call it like an interview if there isn't at least a question. It's true. Um, and I think a good question that I'd like to ask people that come on here is like, what, what mus- if you could like take the place of a musician. Um, who would that be? Like, who's who's the person that you're like? Everything I'm doing is kind of exemplified by this person. I'd love to love to. That's what I'm aiming for. Do you have a person like that? Um, I 
There's like three different people I probably could say. Let's fucking hear them then. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Get yeah. on to it. I feel like I never have answers to these questions too. So That's I'm why really I don't ask them myself. <laughs> um, I think um, uh, people, uh, it's, it's a little bit more clean pop and like more commercial, but like Glenn and Stella, do you know who that never is? Never heard. Never heard. I'm really not surprised that you've never heard of her, but she's like pretty, you know, um, pretty well known right now. Just released a really great album. Um, I really like the like frequency that she's releasing on and like the kind of scope of it and also the touring she's been doing. Mm. Um, so that's really cool. Um, okay, I'm narrowing it down to two. So <laughs> <laughs> um, her and then also... Um, I really admire Chelsea Jade. Yeah. Shout like, out, shout out Chelsea Shout out Jade. Chelsea. Oh my goodness. Um, we, I know we write quite similar music anyways, but um, I just think like the fact she's just done almost all of it independent and also has just kept at it for so many years. Cause I used to listen to her when she was watercolors. Um, yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know about like whether I'd want to like, you know, like be um, like take her place, but like that's sort of who I always think of when I'm like, where would I like to be when I'm like, like 30 or like, what am I, what do I want to do? Like, and like, if nothing, if no other opportunities came along for me, I would hope that I would at least have like built to where sort of she's got, you know? Well, she's like, she's almost like New, uh, New Zealand's most authentic right? pop star in, yeah. in a sense. You know what I mean? Like she, she's not cookie cutter, no. but she's very much herself exactly and I think that's what I would love to like maintain with my own music as well as like I someone asked me the other day I had a session and they were like so like what's your deal <laughs> I was like oh goodness um but they were like they were like no no I mean like do you like are you trying to get on a label or like are you trying to do like this and I was like honestly I just like the music I make and I would like to keep making good music in forever and that is my deal um and i think that's hers too so yeah <laughs> that's a very lovely answer oh i thank you um, do you have anything to plug um i'm i mean when is this coming out uh, immediately i think immediately. i'll probably like bounce it and and then upload it so well i have a show on july the 30th with foley oh yeah that's good cool where where's that whammy and where can you buy tickets? You can buy tickets on the Facebook event. Nice. Yeah. Um, other than that, I have more music coming out this year, but I can't tell you anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, thank you very much for talking to me. Thank you. This is me talking to the fake people again. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sicko.